Well, 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 this episode of the podcast sponsored by my good friends at Manscaped.com. Check out the Beard Hedger Pro Kit right now and get 20% off and free shipping with the code O-P-O-P-I-E at Manscaped.com. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to my live stream, 500 feet above New York City on a uh, on a gloomy day. Looks like it's going to rain. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't look at the weather. So, but there certainly is some um, heavy clouds in New York City today. Uh, we got Welsh salty. You are first on the whole damn thing. I set my alarm for this. <laughs> yes, you did. What's up, Welsh? How are you, GH? Well, Rob Vetter, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Trump is uh, is back at Mar-a-Lago. You know, I got a different take on the whole Trump thing, if you want to hear it. He, he was here for two days. I know I pay ridiculous taxes to live in this crap hole that is New York City. I would love to know, this is a question for Mayor Adams, because I know he gets up early to watch my live streams. <laughs> How much money did it cost? That's my take on the whole Trump thing. How much money did it cost uh, to protect Trump for the last two days here in New York City? I saw cops everywhere. There had to be thousands of cops that were, uh, that were working for the whole Trump thing. They had to close down the courts, so that cost money. They were closing down streets. They were closing down parts of highways. They were closing down airports so it could get in and out. So my question is this. You take so much money from us New Yorkers, uh, Mayor Adams. You know, New Yorkers, we got swagger. Well, I want some of that swagger to put some of my, my money back in my damn pockets. This New York City knows how to waste money. So that's my take on the Trump thing. Everyone else could argue about the 34 felon counts. The other thing that's really, really stupid about the thing is the fact that uh, the next court date is December. What? 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 Are they going forward with this thing or not? December? We got the Minash with the good morning. How are you, sir? King of the czars. Checking in with everybody. Yeah, but I mean, the energy in the city was kind of fun. That was exciting. Um, you know, I went down, like I said yesterday, to the Trump Tower when he arrived. And that was fun to check out. But I'm just, I'm just looking around going, this is costing a fortune. Cheers. Oh, it's another coffee mug. We've had this one in the store for a while. It was the man's birthday yesterday. So I'm drinking out of the uh, the car, Ruiz, Ruiz in coffee mug. Get yours now at opiradio.com. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, Carl's uh, birthday yesterday. I guess he would have been um, 48 years old. The love for Carl yesterday was absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. He's been gone three and a half years. And, man, people post shit on a regular basis that makes it feel like our pal is still with us. This is, this is the only way I get to visit with my friend Carl. 
I get to sip coffee out of his stupid mug. I want him to be alive, damn it. The other thing I liked, I talk about the Trump stuff in very broad strokes. Um, I have to admit, I like that no one held the door open for Trump. At this point, I'm sure you noticed or someone told you, but when he was, uh, when it was time to enter the court to face his arraignment, uh, people were walking through the door and then, uh, and then it was Trump's turn and he's so used to never opening his own door. That man probably hasn't opened a door in 50 years by himself. I bet you he even had someone open the bathroom door for him in the morning. But I really enjoyed <laughs> that the door almost hit Trump in the face. See, I talk about the broad strokes. You could, you could do the deep dive into the politics, whether it's fair or not. But I kind of found that funny that he, I think he was surprised and the door almost hit him in the face. Russ, if, someone, if someone's pet chimp ripped your face off and the only two donors for a new face were Anthony and Howard Stern, whose face would you choose and why? Is there a third option where I could walk around with a paper bag on my head? That's a really good question. You, you need to make a card game, Ross. You can sit around drinking some beers, some bikini teenies, sipping some bourbon. So if a monkey ripped your face off and you only had two donors and then you enlisted two people that the person hates and they sit there like, I don't know. <laughs> I think I would have to go with Howard Stern. Because the Anthony thing would be too close, too close to home, right? So I think I would have to go Howard Stern. It's not a good answer. It's not a good choice. But out of the two, I think I would have to do that. Just face, right? Not stupid wig or stupid teeth. None of that stuff, right? Just face. Trump opens his back door for dudes. Whoa, whoa. Too early, guru. Too early. We don't start that humor until 7 a.m., guru. Didn't you read the rules on the way in? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wow, you came in hot. Came in hot. There's uh, Welsh uh, Salty getting a little more time on the big screen. All right. I was drinking out of, out of a coffee mug, the new coffee mug, uh, the last couple of days. We sold, we sold like, uh, how many did we sell? About 60 or 70 mugs. Very nice. If I put that shirt on, people will buy that shirt. It's just how it goes in the merch world. In the merch world, my people go, you know, Ope, we're going to send you some merch, start showing it on camera, and can you wear some of this stuff? I got people around me, they're so frustrated. They're just like, will you just do more with your career? We're all waiting. We're all set up. Will you just do more? And I'm like, hey, man, I'm enjoying my time, man. They're like, good for you, but there's a lot of money on the table. You sitting there uh, begging for super chats isn't going to get the job done. All right, man. What do you suggest? And they're like, Patreon. Make these efforts pay for everything. I'm like, I'm not, I don't know if I want to do that, man. If they give me a few bucks here and there, I'm good. And then they just like slam things at, at breakfast. They get so frustrated. <laughs> That was my favorite part, too. It was almost like Trump didn't know how to open a door. It was, uh, yes, the door almost hit him in, hit him in the face. Uh, and then the other thing I really love, I have like a love-hate relationship with New York, uh, but we got, we got some tough, we got some tough people that live in this, I mean tough people that live in this city. And that Marjorie Taylor Greene, 
I just don't like her. I couldn't name one thing she's for or – well, I guess I could if I had to. But I really don't do a deep dive with the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know she was just like like useless in Washington, and then uh, Kevin McCarthy gave her a big, a big seat, right? I know that much. Then she came to New York to protest Trump's arrest. She should do her research on New Yorkers uh, because she steps out of like a – I don't know, like an SUV. She's got a bullhorn, right? And she's about to give a speech. And then all these New Yorkers were like, look, I'm for free speech, by the way. I feel like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene should have had the opportunity to talk yesterday. But when you get a whole bunch of assholes (laughs) waiting for her to step out of her SUV, Thinking her crap don't stink. She thinks she's going to get a giant crowd and she's going to like fire up uh, the Trump's base, right? And then everyone starts blowing whistles so no one can hear her. That's hilarious. And then she, uh, five minutes into her, uh, her protest, whatever the hell you call it, she had, she had to leave. <laughs> she had to leave. The people with the whistles drowned her out and she had to leave. So no one knows what the F she said. And then she's tweeting about, you know, um, New Yorkers, like uh, they're so drugged up. They're passing out on the sidewalks. And all. I, th- that's just not true. The city's got problems like anyone else. But uh, as far as cities go, we're, uh, we're doing a very good job. Uh, keeping a lot of that stuff down. Other cities, they're in deep trouble, man. You got people uh, camped out all over the place. Think San Francisco. Think uh, Seattle. A few other joints. L.A., New York, though, man. It, you know, they don't really let uh, packs of homeless run around free like other cities. They're keeping that shit down, which is nice, which is real nice. Uh, Minash, king of the czars, 35 today. Go with ants. You get the hood for free. Whoa! Whoa! Manash! Well, if I had to wear Anthony's face, and yeah, it does come with the hood, I could, uh, you know, I could use the hood to cover the face, so that would be a, that would be a plus. Cheers. Cheers to that. You could go into Howard Stern's bank and steal him money. Damn. All right. Oh, I see. With the Howard Stern face. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course I would pick Howard over Anthony. Going back to... uh uh ross's question because howard has way more money so i would just be walking into banks all day long just going and just like and just you know passing the teller how much money i want and as i'm waiting i just sit there like this (laughs) and just collect money all day long why are you wearing the hat? Uh, failed radio. Oh, my God. You're, you're making fun of me. I can't have this. <laughs> I'm wearing a hat. I'm going to answer your stupid question before I block you. And then, you know, you could find another silly name. Um, well, first of all, the last couple of days, I had no hats at all. People were amazed. They're like, wait, I thought you were bald. Um, and today, I'm feeling like, you know, I'm just feeling... Failed radio host. I'm just feeling like kind of like snuggly. Um, The weather in New York, it's like in between. So we got a foot in winter, a foot in spring, and then everything's blooming. So the sniffling has begun. I get spring allergies bad. 
I tossed and turned. So I'm just kind of feeling snuggly this morning. Is that all right? So I decided to put a hat on. And if you need to know, I have no pants on. Oh, here, no pants. Let's do a no pants shot. There you go. <laughs> so, so cheers to that. No pants. <laughs> uh, Opie's got the hat. You don't got the hat. Yeah, I just felt like putting a hat on today. It makes me feel just like comfy. Words that a grown man shouldn't be using. Let's go with words a grown man shouldn't be using. I'm going to go with uh, snuggly. I'm going to go with comfy. Oh, by the way, I was audited. Cheers. Cheers. Maybe you shouldn't be talking about uh, New York City in a bad light. And maybe you shouldn't make fun of uh, the mayor, Mayor uh, Mayor Adams, by by uh, talking about how he says New Yorkers have swagger. My swaggers cost me an audit. So cheers on that. Cheers. They're listening. But it's it's so infuriating the amount of money they spent on Trump coming in and out of New York for that uh, very basic court proceeding. I mean, they're trying to figure it out, but it's, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's millions, millions of dollars. They could have spent another way. It, it's mind boggling. The amount of money they want from us, us, uh, us hardworking people. I'm a hardworking people. Now, what else is going on? So Trump's out of town. It, there was a lot of excitement in, in the city for the last couple of days. It was, it was fun, but I mean, you, you walk around, uh, you walk away from the action and no one cared. No one was really talking about it. They were just going about their lives. No one really cared. That's the reality of it. You know, the uh, the media was trying to make a big deal of it. They um, they weren't really in front of Trump Tower when I went on Monday. They weren't even um, there weren't even really any protesters or anything. It was it was very light. You had pro Trump uh, protesters that I ended up uh, hanging out with because of because <laughs> of. What? Because of Alex Stein. Prime time, Alex Stein. <laughs> he dragged me into the uh, the pro-Trump protest. And I had fun, man. They got a shower, though. I think Donald uh, Trump Jr., I think I saw a tweet. I, you know, I don't know if it was real. Uh, I'll be honest. But if someone can find the tweet and put it in the chat. But basically, <laughs> he was scolding the Trump supporters. It was basically like, if you're supporting Trump, which is weird, like the, the kids... The kids don't call Trump dad. They they call him Trump. He's like, uh, you, you have to shower. <laughs> you have to shower. He got all annoyed because he's he's hinting that, uh, you know, the, uh, some of the Trump supporters are not showering and they, they're undesirables. And he's getting a little frustrated. He's like, will you please shower? Cue dramatic sounds. Pew, 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 pew. This is a public service announcement from Manscaped. They now have beard products and is going even further with their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. Oh, go ahead and tell the world. The leader in below-the-waist grooming, well, they're traveling north of your South Pole with their revolutionary Beard Hedger Pro Kit. This plus their next-level ear and nose hair trimmer. Confirms they have all the best tools for your hygiene toolbox. Look, it's time to upgrade your stuff, your game, by going to manscaped.com. Use the promo code OPIE for 20% off plus free shipping. 
I loved uh, the Manscaped razor so much for down below grooming that I was using it on my face. Yes. And I would tell Manscaped, what are you doing? Make one for the face. And they did just that. And it's absolutely amazing. They got a little rotary wheel on the razor. So it gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, whether you want like a close shave or you want to keep your beard a little longer. They got you. That means your bathroom doesn't have a ton of attachments all over the damn place. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit also comes with a shampoo, a conditioner. You got the beard oil, the beard balm, also a brush, a comb, some really nice scissors. It's a really nice gift. And that's not all. They also have the brand new Weed Whacker 2.0 for your nose and ear hair. (laughs) All right, you don't want to talk about that. Look, you're getting a little older and it's starting to look like peat moss. They got you. Just use the Weed Whacker 2.0. All right, enough. I want you to check it out for yourself. Go to manscaped.com. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E. I'm telling you, this makes a great gift at the very least. Check it out for yourself at manscaped.com. And remember, always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Hope, have you ever been arrested? Um, no, I have not been arrested, but I was, I was hauled in as a suspect for a uh, school break-in when I was a kid. And we're, the story goes, we were eating dinner. Cops showed up at my house. We had the six, seven, eight, nine kids, and my parents were all eating dinner. Cops uh, bang on the door. They go, uh, can we talk to you for a moment outside? And they talk to my dad. And then they say, no. <laughs> my dad's like, uh, Greg, uh, we, we have to go down to the police station. I'm like, what is, what? My mom's like freaking out. What's going on, Freddie? Freddie, what's going on? Is he a gangster? I'm, I'm like, I think I'm like 13. I don't have a hint of a pubic hair yet. And my mom's freaking out. Is he part of the mob? Freddie, just tell me what's going on. Oh, Dottie, sit the hell down. I'll figure this out. And then, he, then my dad goes, get your coat. We got to go to the police station. I'm like, what? And then uh, we get in a room. My detective's talking to me. And then next thing you know, he goes, can you, uh, can you stand up? I want to see how tall you are. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And at this point in time, the kid was maybe 5'2", maybe. I, I was a late, uh, a late grower. And, um, and then there was, a, a, you know, I was too naive and stupid to know this at the time, but there was a giant glass in front of me as I'm standing up against the wall where they could show how tall you are. And it turns out, I guess, on the other side of the, of the glass was, uh, was a witness at the school because some kids broke in and uh, caused havoc. And this guy saw the kids and then went through a yearbook so i guess i was in junior high went through a yearbook and they picked me out of the yearbook like i think it was him so then detective says that's good sit down they got my height you know in front of the giant giant mirror it was two-way glass obviously or one-way glass however that works well then another detective comes in i remember this like it was yesterday and then uh Another detective comes in, grabs the guy. They go outside for a minute, and then they come back in, and they go, you're free to go. Story goes, this idiot 
that saw the kids at, uh, running around the school wreaking havoc. He thought it was me because he saw my picture in the yearbook after a glance of the kids. But the one thing he said was the kid was really tall. <laughs> but they were looking for someone much taller. I was, I was 5'2", like 91 pounds. So they knew they made a drastic mistake. And then I went home and my mom's freaking out. How many years is he going to get, Freddie? <laughs> oh, shut up, Dottie. Get his food. He's hungry. Heat up his damn food. Does he have an ankle bracelet? <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, I've never been, uh, never been arrested, my friend. Never been hauled into... Well, I, I was hauled in that time, so oh my God. But I, I, nothing official. Cops couldn't tell you were 5'2 when they were at your house. Great police work, Johnny Hill. I like you, Johnny Hill. I like how you think. I like your comment because maybe maybe they were only in, into the investigation like, uh, you know, the. I, I'm assuming it was like some kind of janitor. The janitor said, it's this kid. And they just were going with, um, you know, my face in a yearbook with my name. And then they look up where I live. So maybe at that point, the janitor didn't say how tall he was or anything. But as soon as they uh, took a look at me behind that uh, that mirror, they went, ah, man, we got the wrong kid, man. Imagine I went to jail for that and I would have to wait for DNA to be invented to get out of the damn jail for breaking into a school. And no, it's funny. They were close, by the way. I forgot to mention this. They were close because um, it, it turned out to be uh, one of my <laughs> one of my friends. <laughs> That I ran with a little bit. Like, they weren't my uh, primary friends, but, like, they were, like, secondary friends. From time to time, I would uh, I would go to – let's just say I would go down to Fleet's Cove. I'll go local for some of the people. Fleet's Cove Beach on Long Island and hang out with this, uh, this person. And it turned out it was him. He did hard time, man. Uh, no, nah, he didn't do hard time. I don't even know how it all ended in the end. But uh, there you go. Husey's back. Another five dollars. Husey, I might go on your damn podcast. I might. Uh, can I come see ACDC with you? Uh, two Hughes's. All I ain't. <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> I haven't done that. I'll tell you the last time I did that. I'm going to give you a year. Oh, if I give you the year, then you're like, wait, he, I think he's older than I thought. Um, last time I did that, Husey, without mentioning the, uh, the thing itself was, uh, give me, can you give me a minute? Thank you. Can you give me a minute? Thank you. Oh, I, I, I don't want to say the year. Don't, don't make me say the year. Don't make me. The last time I did that was 1980, uh, 1988. Is about the is about the day last about the that's about the year I did that for the last time, and I stayed up all night with this lovely gal that I really really liked at the time. I went over to her. Uh, we were living in Rochester. Me and my dear friend Bob is no longer with us. He uh, he had a bad demise. Bad demise. His funeral sucked. Hope his boys are doing well. Um, but me and uh, me and Bob drove down uh, from Rochester. 
you know, he was my wingman. I liked the one girl, and he hung out with the other girl for me. And then um, there were uh, the girls were into the into the uh, the marijuana, and we were more into that at the time. And then um, I was sort of seeing this girl here and there, and so then we uh, we paired off. And then I spent the whole night praying to Jesus that I would see the sunrise. And I said to Jesus, if you get me to the sunrise, I'll never do this stuff again. And I might have been jumping up and down on a bed for hours at a time because we were listening to Joshua Tree on repeat. And I may have been sweating a lot, uh, which meant I, I should probably take all my clothes off and jump up and down on a bed all night long. And the whole time I'm like, yo, Jesus, just get me to this right there. Let me hold it in my hand like Jesus would. You get me to that. I'll never do it again. And I kept my word, ladies and gentlemen. Kept my word. And I've been offered, because when you do what we do, for all those years, you're offered all sorts of stuff. And I passed every single time. That is, a, that is the truth. And then somewhere in like 1990, I went off the pot for like 20 years. And then, um, and then stupid Joe Rogan got me back onto the pot. When I, when I actually did his podcast, even though people keep saying I never did his podcast, <laughs> Jesus. Did Jim lose respects from the other comics when he sided with Anthony over a longtime friend and employer, Vinnie Brand, after Ant bit and choked Danny? Oh, my God. Wow. That's like, wow, bro. You just lit a fuse and what, ran away on me? Look, man. <laughs> Look, man, I was part of crazy town. I'll just say that. I was part of crazy town. Jimmy goes where... The, Jimmy is uh, is a simpleton. He goes where people are going to make him the most money and give him the most exposure. And that is it. That's what it's based on. And, and that's what it's always been based on. When me and Anthony got, I'll leave you with this. Oh my God. I'll, I'm not going to talk about that, which was uh, pure insanity. I mean, the stuff I could talk about with Anthony, but I, I chose not to, you think I'd take my shots at Anthony, get the hell out of here. I know all about all this stuff. I could sit here and really go off, but you're not going to really find me going off on a lot of this other stuff. But I'll say this about Jimmy. Jimmy goes where the money is and where the exposure is and who could bring in uh, the most ticket sales. And when Opie and Anthony were hot, Jim Norton loved us to death. Loved us to death. And then in 2002, we got fired for sex for Sam. Technically, they paid our contract. But look, it, you know, it was a firing, but they paid us. Jimmy quickly hopped on the Colin Quinn bandwagon because now Colin Quinn was hot when we were off the air for two years. And we went to a roast. And everyone, everyone pointed this out, and it was funny and all that, but there was, there was some uh, realism to it. I forgot whose roast it was. It might have been Patrice O'Neill, maybe Voss. I'm trying to remember. And we were invited, and we weren't working. And me and Anthony walked in. I think we might have been getting along a little bit at that point. There were times we got along, but it was short-lived. We walked into the comedy club for the roast, and we sat down. And Jimmy chose to sit right next to Colin Quaid instead of us. And everyone pointed it out that he was – they they were using the term worm way back then. Like, look. And then they would 
then because they're all comedians, they're making fun of uh, me and Anthony. Like, oh, look, you know, uh, they can't do anything for Jim anymore. So he's not sitting with those guys. He's sitting with Colin because Colin had his uh, TV show at the time. Uh, the uh, oh, I forgot the name of the show on Comedy Central. You know, as much as it was funny and they beat the shit out of us and kind of roasted us. As a matter of fact, the comedians that were a part of the roast were pointing it out from the stage. But there, but there's a, but there's realism to that. Because then when Opie and Anthony, that show went off, uh, you know, broke up when Anthony uh, went off on his racist tirade. Um, Jimmy chose to continue with me, even though he didn't want to do radio with me. But he knew that's where the money was and that's where he would get his ticket sales from. So everything Jimmy does to answer this question, sort of, is based on who could help him more. And then he'll show loyalty that way. And that is a fact, Jack. <laughs> <laughs>